Hey, this is just a disclaimer from us here at The Art of Giving Up. This is a podcast made by people. People talking about their experiences, their struggles, and things that we are not qualified to give medical advice or advisement on. If you're suffering from depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, or uncertain by anything, please do not get your advice from a podcast. Reach out, seek a professional, a friend, or a family member, and know that it is okay to ask for help. If you have suicidal thoughts and live in the United States, please remember you could always call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline phone number at 1-800-273-8255. Thanks. So, yet again, we find ourselves here. More violence, more death. More lives needlessly lost. And again, I find myself sitting in front of this microphone, unsure, full of fear and just uncertain about what we can or maybe what we're not doing. To change this madness around us. If you're new here, which some of you definitely are, this is The Art of Giving Up, and I am your host, Steven. And we, me being me and sometimes a co-host, talk about mental health, illnesses, uh, uh, really just trying to show that people with anxiety and depression and all kind of diagnoses can live in this world a normal well-adjusted life but when i see things like what happened in florida uh two days ago and if you're not from america this is not going to be a new tale for you Someone whose name that we're not going to mention went into a place, a public place, and shot indiscriminately. Surprise. Maybe not. Maybe there is no surprise. But lives were lost, and fortunately, 14 injured, and only three people killed, one being the killer himself. This is the world that we live in. This is the world that I inhabit and that I want to bring children into. A world where someone who lost at a video game came back and took out the people who who beat him in a video game and of course a lot of the rhetoric that you're seeing around this is a lot of um, people who play video games or separate themselves from others or not social and the reality 
of the situation is that video games can be a source of uh, social interaction for people who are antisocial and even people who are well-adjusted video games can be that that's not what the conversation is about this conversation is yet again about the access of guns and the fact that people who should not own guns so no one should own a gun and even in the system where you know people are allowed to have guns people who are not who should not have guns get are able to get them and i have no idea as you can tell from the failure of the episode where we tried to talk about gun violence we have no idea about anything okay here in this studio with this project here no one who's ever been involved or invested in this has any idea what we can do about taking these guns out of the street that being said we need to get rid of the guns the guns need to be gone that is my two cents that is my uneducated emotional knee-jerk reaction we do not need guns and i being someone who's not i guess i'm not i don't know i'm not i'm not a genius i don't know people say well my my right to have a gun or uh (laughs) the 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 you can do harm with a hammer or a knife but you can't walk into a room and from a distance knife 15 people you know if you throw a hammer it's out of your hand you know you're gonna bludgeon 15 people to death no guns are a problem in our country guns are a problem worldwide but being here in america i just know that guns are a problem in our country because of guns okay before sorry because of guns two people from the madden community true boy and spot me please lost their lives someone who was like 22 and like 26 sitting there and uh true boy was actually playing a game at the time he was smiling and enjoying himself and just like having a good day and someone who was full of anger and resentment and sickness took this legal weapon now apparently the pizza shop in this shopping complex is a gun-free zone but unfortunately when you are able to legally purchase a weapon it is hard to police where people bring these things in public spaces the alternative of course is to turn it into some kind of weird dystopian everywhere you go there's a metal detector and people pat you down but the solution is simple remove the weapons 
from the hands of these people. And not just the people with villainous intent. People go, well, the criminals will still have guns. You know, the criminals will still have guns. The criminals will still have guns. But if you take the guns as much as you can out of the society, the illegal guns that are usually lost, stolen, or resold by people who legally purchase guns to people who illegally own guns that will eliminate a large portion of them. With less physical guns in the street that will allow for more like the ability to maybe perhaps even track the I don't know. Maybe hey maybe I'm talking out of my my rear end. But when I think about how when I dream, like I had a dream last night, the World Trade Center toppled over. You know, I live in New York City and 9-11 affected me very directly. Okay, 9-11 affected me directly. Okay, and I live in the city where I'm always in some sort of mass event. And last year, somebody ran a car down the West Side Highway and killed pedestrians. And the year before that, somebody went through Times Square and just ran over people. And yes, we don't ban, we don't think about banning cars, but you can't sneak a car into an event, you know? You can't sneak a car into a stadium. You know what I mean? That That is really the danger. You can't sit back 500 yards and kill people with a car. And so we need to talk about this. Even in not knowing anything and not understanding anything and not really having the the knowledge behind it we still need to discuss this because 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 life is important and people will say why because life is important that is all we have all we have is this moment right here there is nothing else there is nothing beyond and this can be stolen from you in so many ways. And we are allowing people to have a tool to take it from you when they feel like it. So in addition to the fear of cancer or accidents, you can slip and bust your head open, get struck by a car, struck by lightning. You could be assaulted in the street. But now we're giving people the ability to take more from you, to take your life from you. And we do nothing about it. And I have not seen a lot of coverage about this shooting. Maybe because 30 people didn't die. But I must say maybe it's just because 
It was a young white man with no name and no face who killed all these people because one person is a lot of people, two people is a lot of people. He killed all those people. This is just the nature of the world that we live in right now. This is the nature of this world and it is so upsetting and so terrifying and all we can do is try and figure something out. All we can do is try and figure out how we can find and help the people who are so emotionally distressed that they feel the need to take their life because you know a lot of gun violence is self-inflicted how we can remove guns from the inner city cities and from the rural areas you know people shooting their their shotguns in the sky (laughs) We spend all this time talking about these these people going into to places, public places and shooting up innocent people. We don't talk about the hundreds of young black men who die at the hands of each other with the gun, with the weapon, the symbol of the very the symbol of the oppressor. The pistola, that that gun, is the new whip hanging on the side, on the hip of the officer. And in our communities, people of color are pointing them at each other. They're not even pointing them at the people who they believe oppressed them, which, by the way, I don't even condone. But at least point your, point your gun at your enemy. Your actual enemy. But we allow ourselves to be drawn into this self-hatred. And so... We allow our own communities to be destroyed. So that's another part. You have radicals, radical domestic and foreign terrorists coming to the country and using guns and cars to injure people. And we're allowing people with mental illness, which, by the way, is not bad thing this whole point of this is that you can live with mental illness but you're allowing them you're giving them the tool because you know something if you're listening to this and you have a mental illness a mental uh, disability or you're some sort something is up with you guess what maybe you shouldn't have a gun and i think you might agree with me like well you know what maybe i shouldn't have a gun because there have been many times in my life where it's like ah if i had a gun right now i'd just blow my fucking brains out or we've all been angry and it's like shit if i had a fucking bad i'd beat this fucking person in the head who's fucking with me you know we all have those weaknesses we all have this anger and resentment and sadness inside and 
giving us the tools to hurt ourselves and others is unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. And then, of course, we have the police and the military. So we have people with mental illness, domestic and foreign terrorists. We have people who are undereducated and tricked into believing that the people who look like them, who live with them, are their enemy. And then we have the police officers, the, the, the boys in blue, the fine young men and women who really believe that they're working hard to protect. See, that is one thing I do believe. I do believe a lot of those people think that they're doing good. Now, within the system, within the systems that we have in this country, within the fact that the reason why we say systematic racism is because no matter how your intent is, no matter what you were think you're physically doing with your time, if you are white, if you're a police officer, if you are wealthy, you are inadvertently contributing to the system that was put in place hundreds of years ago by people who aren't you. So maybe the, per- the blame is not on you. Maybe the blame is not yours. But you are contributing. And so we have the police, which as a system, the police in themselves are villainous and vile. And it's not always easy to take the people. It's not always easy to separate the people in the uniform from the vile and the evil that is the police. But that is the fact that there are people walking around with guns. These are human beings that are beholden to their own personal motivations as well as the system. Officer Chantel is black. She's from the hood, right? And she really believes that she's doing the best. She has her own motivation. She was abused as a young woman. So she has a resentment and a fear of men that is genuine and understandable. So a young black man is walking towards her with evil intent. So she shoots him. That's a personal, right? And then when you're in, when you're when you're in the academy, they teach you who's the villain. They teach you who's the bad guy. They teach you this and that, right? So now you have that part. You have your own personal biases, and then you have the job. The job that is tainted by history. The job that is tainted by just the violence. And and then, of course, there's the military, which is just a, a larger version of that. Innocent young men and women, mostly. A lot of them uneducated who were put with their own personal biases into suits of armor and given weapons of death and destruction and then placed in a system that is not really for them but utilizes them and turns them into the villain because then that's what they become. And what these all have in common is the gun. It's the gun. 
And of course, we can't forget our friends and rural areas who I love and support and really feel like uh, sometimes, especially in big cities, we give short shrift. We don't really understand them. We don't really give them the love and support that they need because we're stuck in our little liberal safe zone and we're not really considered their needs. But you know something, Joshua, your stockpile of weapons and guns is not going to stop the army from coming to get you. You love your country so much that you need weapons to protect yourself from it. And there is that fear of the own country, of your, like your own country, because those people know that even though they love the country, that there's a system in place and these people, if they want to, can take away your rights and freedoms with their guns so they try to counteract it with their own. This is just, this is just sad. So this episode is for Eli Clayton, a.k.a. True Boy, and Taylor Robinson, a.k.a. Spot Me Please. This is for the was it 14 to 17 people who died at Stoneland Douglas High School this is for the people at Pulse Nightclub at Mandalay Bay this is going to the people in Chicago and where I used to live in Harlem and up in the Bronx and that junior you know all those people this is really a wake-up call to anyone who's listening to understand that there's more There's more that we can do. There's more that we can do. And we can do it. But man, we have to want to. We have to want to make change. And I'm not talking about turning dollars into quarters. I'm talking about real, genuine change. I'm tired of walking down the street or waking up and, or like I was with my mother on Sunday when it happened, we were at brunch and her phone goes beep and she looks at it and she goes, another mass shooting, puts her phone down. I'm not mad at her because you know, we're so, there's so many, it's like, oh, but here's another one. I wonder where this one is. I wonder what white person is going into a place I wonder in shooting up innocent people. I wonder what what uh, a person from some other country that I don't know of who has religious beliefs that aren't mine, who's going coming here to lash out at us for things that know, our government did to them fifty years ago or last year. Shit, I don't know. You know. 30 people in like New Jersey ODing simultaneously from from like fentanyl nobody says anything nothing happens we have 
to make change. This, of course, is your podcast, is The Art of Giving Up. Thank you again for joining me. If you want to engage in the conversation, you could always follow us at uh, Art of Giving Up Podcast on Twitter, uh, Art of Giving Up on Podcast on uh, Instagram, and The Art of Giving Up on Facebook. I just want to say, as always, we're reaching for clamoring, hoping, begging, screaming, grasping for that one second of peace. Fun.